हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट न्यू बुक सोशल चेंज एंड डेवलपमेंट इन इंडिया चैप्टर वन स्ट्रक्चरल चेंज अंडरस्टैंडिंग द प्रेजेंट यूजली इन्वॉल्व सम ग्रेस्प ऑफ इट्स पास्ट दिस होल्ड्स ट्रू प्रोबेबली एज मच for an individual or social group as for an entire country such as india india has a long and rich history while knowing about its past in ancient and medieval times is very important its colonial experience is particularly significant for comprehending modern india this is not just because many modern ideas and institutions reached india through colonialism it is also because such an exposure to modern ideas was contradictory or paradoxical for example indians in the colonial period read about western liberalism and freedom yet they lived under a western colonial rule that denied indian liberty and freedom it is contradictions of this kind that shaped many of the structural and cultural changes that chapter 1 and 2 looks at as the next few chapters shall show our social reform and nationalist movement our laws our political life and our constitution our industry and agriculture our cities and our villages have been shaped by our paradoxical experience with colonialism this has had lasting implications for our specific experience with modernity the following are just some of the many instances we face in our daily life we have a parliamentary and a legal system a police and educational system built very much on the british model we drive on the left side of the road like the british we have bread omelet and cutlet as menu offered in many roadside eateries and canteens a very popular manufacturer of biscuits is actually named after britain many school uniforms include neckties we often admire the west and as often dissent it these are just some of the many and complex ways that british colonialism lives on in contemporary india let us take the example of the british english language to show how its impact has been many sided and paradoxical in india 
this is not a matter about the wrong spellings alone english is not only widely used in india but we now have an impressive body of literary writings by indians in english this knowledge of english has given indians an edge in the global market but english continues to be a mark of privilege not knowing english is a disadvantage that tells in the job market at the same time for those who were traditionally deprived of access to formal education such as the dalits knowledge of english may open doors of opportunities that were formerly closed in this chapter we focus on the structural changes that colonialism brought in we therefore need to shift from this broad impressionistic view to a clearer understanding of colonialism as a structure and system colonialism brought into being new political economic and social structural changes in this chapter we look at only two of these structural changes namely industrialization and urbanization while the focus is on specific colonial context we also briefly touch on developments after independence all these structural changes were accompanied by cultural changes which we look at in the next chapter however any strict separation of the two is difficult as you will see the structural changes are difficult to discuss without some mention of the cultural changes too now let us move to the next point understanding colonialism at one level colonialism simply means the establishment of rule by one country over another in modern period western colonialism has had the greatest impact india's past has been marked by the entry of numerous groups of people at different times who have established their rule over different parts of what constitutes modern india today the impact of colonial rule is distinguishable from all other earlier rules because the changes it brought in were far reaching and deep history is full of examples of the annexation of foreign territory and the domination of weaker by stronger persons nevertheless there is a vital difference between the empire building of pre-capitalist times and that of capitalist times apart from outright pillage the pre-capitalist conquerors benefited from their domination by adjusting a continuous flow of tribute 
on the whole they did not interfere with the economic base they simply took the tribute that was skimmed off the economic surplus that was produced traditionally in the subjugated areas in contrast british colonialism which was based on a capitalist system directly interfered to ensure greatest profit and benefit to british capitalism every policy was geared towards the strengthening and expansion of british capitalism for instance it changed the very laws of the land it changed not just land ownership laws but decided even what crops ought to be grown and what ought not to be it meddled with the manufacturing sector it altered the way production and distribution of goods took place it entered into the forests it cleared trees and started tea plantation it brought in forest acts that changed the lives of pastoralists they were prevented from entering many forests that had earlier provided valuable forage for their cattle the box carries a brief account of the impact of colonial forest policy in northeast india colonialism also led to considerable movement of people it led to movement of people from one part to another within india for instance people from present day jharkhand moved to assam to work on the tea plantations a newly emerging middle class particularly from the british presidency regions of bengal and madras moved as government employees and professionals like doctors and lawyers moved to different parts of the country people were carted in ships from india to work on other colonized lands in distant asia africa and america many died on their way most could never return today many of their descendants are known as people of indian origin to facilitate the smooth functioning of its rule colonialism introduced a wide array of changes in every sphere be it legal or cultural or architectural colonialism was a story apart in the very scale and intensity of the changes that it brought about some of these changes were deliberate while some took place in an unintended fashion for example we saw how western education was introduced to create indians who would manage british colonialism instead it led to the growth of a nationalist 
and anti-colonial consciousness. This magnitude and depth of the structural changes that colonialism unleashed can be better grasped if we try and understand some basic features of capitalism. Capitalism is an economic system in which the means of production are privately owned and organized to accumulate profits within a market system. We have already discussed the capitalist market in the first book, Indian Society. Capitalism in the West emerged out of a complex process of European exploration of the rest of the world. Its plunder of wealth and resources and unprecedented growth of science and technology. Its harnessing to industries and agriculture. What marked capitalism from the very beginning was its dynamism, its potential to grow, expand, innovate, use technology and labor in a way best assured to ensure greatest profit. What marked it too was its global nature. Western colonialism was inextricably connected to the growth of the Western capitalism. This had a lasting impact on the way capitalism developed in a colonized country like India. In the next section on industrialization and urbanization, we see how colonialism led to a very distinct patterns. If capitalism became the dominant economic system, nation states became the dominant political form. That we all live in nation states and that we all have a nationality or a national citizenship may appear natural to us today. Before the First World War, passports were not widely used for international travel and in most areas few people had one. Societies were however not always organized on these lines. Nation state pertains to a particular type of state characteristic of a modern world. A government has sovereign power within a defined territorial area and the people are citizens of a single nation. Nation states are closely associated with the rise of nationalism. The principle of nationalism assumes that any set of people have a right to be free and exercise sovereign power. It is an important part of the rise of democratic ideas. You will be reading more about this in chapter 3. It must have struck you that the practice of colonialism and the principle of nationalism and democratic rights are contradictory. For colonial rule implied foreign rule such as British rule over India, 
nationalism implied that the people of India or of any colonized society have an equal right to be sovereign. Indian nationalist leaders were quick to grasp this irony. They declared the freedom or Swaraj was their birthright and fought for both political and economic freedom. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.